0: Hey, everyone, I just wanted to pop in before this week's episode starts to say thank you so much for tuning in every single week. Every time I upload an episode, I am seeing the numbers go up and it makes me very happy. So thank you so much for sharing, liking, rating on iTunes and on Spotify. You know, let your friends know about the podcast. Keep spreading the word about it. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. this week
1: bootylicious
0: oh that's not me though that's you go ahead
1: Wait, can i have a song <laughs> yes go ahead no i don't have a song i don't even know the words to that song <laughs> you know the words
0: to bootylicious
1: um hawaiian
0: what does that mean y'all wasn't shaking ass over there in hawaii yeah
1: but to hawaiian music the fuck
0: what what does hawaiian um, <laughs> Shaking ass music sound like, Tahitian.
1: You know, with all the the drums and shit, and they'd be like, "Oh, yeah!" <laughs> they be they be doing that little booty twerk
0: thing. Oh wow! Do you know how to do any of that?
1: I learned in school, but I never got to like really perfect it. Like it's 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 like you have to take
0: classes and be committed to it. I'm not committed to shaking my ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it connected to like some this is me uh, learning? Is this connected to like some um spiritual thing or like anything religious, or is it just like they just do it culturally?
1: I'm sure it is connected to something spiritually, like because you we obviously do it during like festivals and stuff nowadays,
0: but a lot of it is just performative now. Mm.
1: Yeah, to appease the tourists.
0: Um
1: just to share our culture a little bit, you know?
0: Yeah, you are very close to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> i'm hearing the uh i know there you go uh, well, well there you go Well, hello everyone welcome to the devon hour podcast my name is Devin, aka devin 2 woke thank you for taking an hour out of your day to hear us run our mouths and talk our shit of course joe is here as the co-host hello miss and today joe is coming from you from the from the bed <laughs> cozy yeah. i had a
1: good night last night
0: <laughs> and you are enjoying your new your new workplace. Tell me more. I really want to hear more about this night. Like how's your co-workers? How was all that? Like
1: yeah, so essentially it was just one of their birthdays. I mean, he was turning 21. And so they were like, oh, we're all going to go out after this. Do you want to come? And I was like, a chance to get to know my coworkers. Why not? Mm-hmm. And like the girls that I was working with, they're all really nice. So we were all just in Kiki because it was it's Thursday. It was a slow night. Mm-hmm. So we we're all just like laughing and hanging out. This, that, and the third. And then, you know, they were like, oh, let's take some shots off the record manager if you're watching this this never happened <laughs> but yeah they were just giving us shots and like giving us drinks because we we're celebrating his birthday early and it was late so we didn't have shit else to do so we ended up going out we went to keyhole and then we went to we went to a bunch of different places and we were just hanging out all downtown just, you know the both places be closing by 12 now so we was, but we were already drunk, and then we ended up smoking, and it was nice. It was just nice to hang out with them and see their personalities outside of the work. But it really it felt like it was the same, just with like less restrictions and less of hospitality forced. <laughs> so we was all just being, you know, cool.
0: Oh, that is awesome. I really miss working at a spot where I actually got along with all my coworkers. It's been a minute. I'm saying. So I'm happy you found that. That's good. You get to hang around a bunch of just people of color. I don't each like it. Time. Yeah,
1: because we're all like, they're all around my age, but we're all really mature. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's not like when I was working with people my age and I'm like, all right, you niggas is children. But get it. <laughs> now it's like, I'm a child too.
0: <laughs> that's yes. how it feels. <laughs> that's good. There's nothing like getting along with your coworkers. Well, that's nice to hear. Well, how I spent my night last night, I was streaming uh, Tanache's new album. Mm, yes. And it is.
1: You like Tanache.
0: And let me I'm just say, bit. obviously, I am a fan. But no bias, this has to be one of the best R&B releases or best album releases of this fucking year. There's no bias. Because it is so good. You know it mean... is good. When your only complaint is like, damn, I wish this shit was longer.
1: <laughs> wow, that's nice. I'm glad that you like Tanasha. Somebody has to like her.
0: Okay. You know what
1: this is doing in the corner.
0: What is that? Is that Minecraft? I don't know. He,
1: he's watching. Shout everybody. out
0: to Javi in the back. I don't know what the hell that game is though. He's watching you. Yeah. game. Fortnite? He's giving you a shout it's out. not no. Fortnite. What the fuck is it? They all look the, all look the same to me. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> what is that?
2: Uncultured. You're uncultured. I game. don't
1: even know what that game is. Is it a civilization?
2: No, it's uh, it's called Anno 1800s. Just like a city builder. Imagine The Sims, but different.
1: That is not The Sims. The Sims have people in it. That live in their buildings that you have to take care of. Whatever, man. Just
2: let me enjoy my life. Do your podcast.
1: Anyways.
0: I I love her visuals and stuff. And for her to be independent and her to do what she did with this album is actually remarkable. The production is fire. It doesn't sound like, you know, somebody who doesn't have a label. It sounds like somebody who signed, which we love. So You
1: know, being independent, Taylor Swift's version of Red is supposed to be dropping November. And I'm excited I'm about ready.
0: that
1: one. Because as much as I like to pretend I don't like Taylor Swift, I actually, like, this is a big thing for her, and I would love to support that for her, just even if I don't really like any of the songs on it. Because, you know, I like the bops, you know, the singles. But yeah. listen to a whole Taylor Swift album. I don't know if I could do it, but I might do it just so that she gets the streams, because she deserves She deserves.
0: A lot of people don't know this, but I actually went out my way <laughs> to go buy the fearless re-release. And I have uh, it. I remember that. And it's like, being
1: targeted like, buying physical copies of everything.
0: I do. I do. I support physical albums still to this day. But yeah, that's dope. We're gonna talk about more about like these releases and music later on because mm-hmm. I have something I would like to um address. Let's talk about these celebrities in our favorite section. What the fuck are these celebrities doing? This is where we address mm-hmm. what's been going on within the celebrity world and pop culture and all that good shit. So first, I would like to talk about the recent news of Rihanna being a billionaire. This was dropped mm, by 4B's, Um, And they have announced that Rihanna is now worth $1.7 billion. Ironically enough her billions aren't coming from any of her music or the majority of it isn't coming from any of the music. It's coming from her side businesses being Fenty Beauty, Savage X Fenty and all her other business deals and investments that she has been participating in within the last couple of years. Um, so that's it. That is a massive feat uh, to reach. She is now the, what was it the richest musician, female musician out there and second richest entertainer next to Oprah. So, Rihanna's really covering a lot of bases over here.
1: (laughs) She's just as rich as Oprah?
0: Hence why a lot of us are saying we should like the rich.
1: I mean, okay, but she's one of the rich that distributes her wealth. Remember that. The diamond ball?
0: I mean, (laughs) <laughs>
1: i mean she's still rich regardless but you know you you have to hoard wealth in order to become a billionaire but net worth is not the same thing as you know physical assets but at the end of the day she's still rich but also like you can't knock her for trying to make it happen i feel like sometimes people end up rich and don't even really want to be rich they just want to live comfortably
0: that right um And that was something I was really trying to, like, kind of distinguish and I had to do my own research on is what's the difference between your net worth and how much you actually own? Because I don't think Rihanna owns $1.7 billion. I don't know if that's in her account or not. But that is just how much she has accumulated through, like, the businesses and her music and just the namesake of being Rihanna. That's just stuff that's just been accumulated over the years. So I don't think that's how much she has, but mm-hmm. that's definitely how much she's worth.
1: No, yeah, definitely eat the rich, but also like, is she really
0: rich, or is it just the accumulation
1: of her businesses? Which also, you know, they, they still make her rich, but yeah,
0: she's still rich as fuck. Um, but I did see a lot of conversations surrounding Rihanna and the uh, her becoming a billionaire, and I feel like there's like a like we have said multiple times on this podcast that so there's room for multiple thoughts and multiple truths i feel like she, good for her for being a billionaire if that was her goal congrats if, you know she just so happened to accumulate all that congrats but also when the time when is the revolution's time um i'm definitely going for her like she's <laughs> she's definitely somebody who i plan to eat with some hot sauce um and right? so- we was like
1: <laughs> we was like i bet she tastes like champagne and strawberries, bro Yes. or like funfetti cake
0: um congrats to rihanna i guess but definitely when the revolution is time to come we're definitely going to be eating you uh with some jerk seasoning um some bacon Didn't she fall in a hole at the end of the world you remember that movie yep <laughs> she, she fell into the depths of hell rihanna you better relax <laughs> yep i am one of those people who who believe people shouldn't really have that much money like i really don't feel like there should be you mean mean you're a socialist (laughs) is that what is that what it is distributing
1: the wealth I, i mean in layman's terms essentially yeah socialism
0: is just giving everybody equal work and equal pay and equal opportunity um, so speaking of people who are hoarding wealth, Kanye West <laughs> is now hosting listening parties for his album Donda. I think he just did one yesterday night. Um he did one last week also. Everybody's been waiting for the completion of this album. That was the whole point of these listening parties and the album is still not out. It is said to have featured a whole bunch Donda of is the
1: name of his mom, right?
0: Yes, his name after his mom. Um which I don't really know well anyways I, I will get, we'll get to that in a second um and it's featuring is featuring a whole bunch of male rappers said, I said remember we heard a little bit of the album coming from Stephanie's party when Daniel dropped us off in his car he was playing he's playing some Adonda and we all collectively said what the fuck is this um, so are you excited to hear another Kanye album
1: I like Kanye. Some of his songs hit. Some of his songs don't. I think he's an amazing creative. As far as his whole Yeezy line after after talking so much shit, and then becoming, you know, like it, it's he's just a weird entity. You know, he seems very hypocritical, but he's also mentally ill. So I don't know how to how to take him. But I feel like this this is this has to be a uh, uh, like. You know, his relationship with his mother is very interesting,
0: mm-hmm.
1: especially after she died, like him coping with that. So, like, I'm hoping that this is sort of a closer piece for him so that he can move forward, get some help and do better. And remember yeah. who he is, because, like, you we can't hold like you can't pretend that Kanye back in the day wasn't
0: for the people. And now he's just a hot fucking mess. But I'm not going to forget that, that man supported Trump. It's really it- interesting to me that he's now dedicating an album to his mother after all of his shenanigans, knowing damn well his mom would not have been encouraging okay, that, any yeah. of that bullshit that he's been participating in these last couple of years. So that's interesting perspective. I don't. Also, I don't know. <laughs> you're naming an album after your mom, but you having all of these niggas on this record, and I don't really think he's not a he's, single a, woman. Not a single female artists on his album for him to be having these super spreader listening parties at the fucking uh, stadium in atlanta super
1: spreader i'm screaming did you see how many I people just were like there? He's so out of touch now like back in the day experiencing kanye was like a, a moment of growth for a lot of us people right especially yes. like especially young POC men especially them fucking love Kanye out the ass they would suck his dick if they could but, <laughs> but like like so much of what he's done now just seems like we don't get it Kanye I don't know like and I know that these niggas they'll be like y'all yeah, don't get it don't get it either but I need you to explain Kanye like what, is, what does this mean <laughs> Yeah. Because, because you're putting out all these creative pieces and obviously it means something to him obviously he's gonna be talking about something that means something to him but it's not coming together like your mother i don't know i can't speak on his mama but this is just i don't know i don't expect it to be an album it's it's obviously something he's proud of but (laughs) i don't know (laughs) it's just like i don't expect it to
0: it, it just feels lackluster the whole thing is kind of weird. I feel like he's having a public manic episode.
1: Yeah, that's what it feels like. It feels like I'm watching him have another breakdown. Like, every time he releases an album, nothing comes good after that. No. Since since Yeezus, since Jesus, Kanye has not been well. <laughs> no. it- and it, it, it sucks to watch, but also, like, my friend...
0: I don't doubt that the music is going to be interesting, right? Because it's Kanye West. But it's just that I do kind of feel like this is all this public support of people going out and paying for. First off, you paying for a listening party. You're paying for a listening party. It just
1: feels like he's trolling us at this point. And if that's what he's doing, I want to be in on
0: the joke, Kanye. I'm tired of this. You know how many friends I have, or I won't even say friends, people who I know who mm-hmm. bought tickets and flew to Atlanta for this event. And I said, Are you dumb? You think I'm gonna go put my life at risk at the super spreader event in the middle of a pandemic to go to Atlanta, go to Georgia, where so many people are, so many people are dying from COVID to go listen to a Kanye West album? That's I was gonna in- say
1: yes, you would just not for Kanye. <laughs> Who would I do that for? Little Mix.
0: Hell no. Cap. I would listen if I was going to go fly. I would have been took my ass to London and go see them. I never did.
1: How About I felt that. Oh, I mean it's cheaper than them, than all the way at London though. Who would you I go? Mean, to? I mean, going to London. To I would do it for day. my Chemical Romance. I would. I absolutely would. And speaking of my Chemical Romance, I learned that Twilight is just a fan fiction of the author and 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 gerard way so edward cullen is supposed to be gerard way and edward cullen is supposed to be christian gray because 50 shades of gray is just the fan fiction of twilight so canonically christian gray is gerard way (laughs) and that's my little tidbit of fun fact information for you today
0: that just fucked up my whole entire middle school existence Wow, and
1: thank it's you Mormon. for it. And and the whole thing is just an allegory for Mormonism. So Mormon vampires. Wow. I would look cute with a little spot right there.
0: What is that? I don't know. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> awesome. Stay right there, I guess. So if you are somebody who was excited for the new Kanye album, um, you could expect it to be released uh nowhere any no, no, not anytime soon. Because who knows? He's been recording this shit for like three fucking weeks inside of this stadium and nothing has been done. He has been having all these rappers come in and lay down their verses and shit, and nothing has come out of it. So I just feel like if you're gonna have an album, uh make sure that it's done. Before you announce the shit, please. Goodness gracious. I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna be one of these people who's gonna be streaming the album. But if the album is played around me, I'll let you know. I'll say if the album is being played around me, I will definitely be uh, tuned in because I am somewhat interested to hear what Kanye has to say, but you, you won't be catching me on my own time or in my own space listening to Kanye Fucking West. So Moving on, speaking of another hoarder of wealth, uh, Diddy and Young Miami are apparently booed up. They were caught in this Diddy video. Miami, wasn't she pregnant? She, I, she been, I think she'd been had the baby with another band, too. like last year, right? I'm not one
1: to shame people, but when you have a child, don't think it's more important for you to be paying attention to their developmental years of their life rather than worrying about who you're dating. I feel like... If I had a baby with a man and that it didn't work out with me and him, I wouldn't be dating for the first two or three years. And albeit, will um, you know, you don't have to sacrifice your dating life for your children, but I feel like you should. And that's just
0: a personal opinion. Also, Diddy. I am honestly shocked. I mean, a lot of people are saying get the bag, which you know what, get the bag. So I guess congrats to young Miami and Diddy, <laughs> right Bowser? Did he, did he date J-Lo too? Diddy has dated everybody.
1: Yeah, pass around.
0: (laughs) I feel like every time I turn my head, I'm like, "Oh, somebody's dating Diddy, or talking to Diddy, or going out with Diddy." So, I mean, I guess. But
1: Diddy dating what's her name, Lori Harvey, too? Miami, Lori Harvey. For like a split second, which is crazy because wasn't she dating his son? Oh yes. Ew. (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh wow
1: and now she's in a pr
0: relationship with michael b jordan you know it's a pr relationship because the girl's been talking about mr michael but we're going to leave that one alone um so that's not for what's on our timeline today (laughs) um, just like how the girl's also been talking about diddy as well
1: all of these rappers bro they
0: got something going on the way the way that the baby keeps speaking out Something is happening, but you know what? Though a lot of people have been talking about Diddy since the nineties. Like a lot of like, my, I remember my mom, and my aunts, and them—they were telling me about Diddy back in the nineties and how he did this to get in the industry and this and the third. And you know what? For that to be a rumor that's been happening—early nineties. I, mean, early 90s, I, listen. I mean, think about
1: it though. Like nobody really respected Diddy, even though he was running with Biggie and him. Diddy was just bottom bitch. <laughs> the
0: bottom bitch listen okay we're gonna leave it right there good Speaking luck to my young miami and bottom
1: mention the reunion for jocelyn's cabaret came out the
0: first episode <gasps> I should, I... why did i not put that on there okay yeah okay we could briefly talk about that wait let me just close this out young miami good <laughs> luck just don't let diddy produce an album for you okay great now let's talk about this jocelyn's cabaret girl you saw it i did see the reunion hot mess express
1: oh my god you took the words right out of my mouth first of all the scene where barbie was getting ready that shit had me crying bro wasn't miss natural was- reading them both for filth though yes her and boss tech when they were like oh but you like trying to play the victim they were both trying to play the victim and miss natural was in the corner and she was like let me shut up um no yeah that shit was messy as fuck I <laughs> really
0: want to address the whole sapphire situation cuz I feel like Jocelyn is fucked up and then for her to come out on stage with that attitude
1: yeah already ready to start when the girls were just like sitting there of course they were going to be salty y'all were you you took the initiative to start problems before the show even started Riling those girls up and then expected them to sit there and kiss your ass while they were on stage Like these girls are from the trenches just as much as you are They're not about to do that mama
0: And then on top of that Jocelyn has this ego right Because yes her name is on the show Her show is big but now she thinks that she's hot shit But we don't watch watch the show for Jocelyn We watch the show for the girls
1: Yes we were just proud of how she produced the show I'm not going to say she's a terrible producer, but at the end of the day, you produced a show that put us into perspective of the lives of these women, and now we're interested in the lives of these women, and it's not just about you.
0: Right, and I feel like if you're going to be the host of the show, you need to be like how... Like a tyra banks is or like how a rupaul is as in like they're there but they're not involving themselves in like in the drama or or into any of the shenanigans between the contestants so if you're going to be a host be a host if you're going to be a producer be a producer but don't try to be (laughs) one of the girls and then get mad and try to play the producer card when they come at you that's not how that works yeah it's that's it's giving shawnee (laughs) (laughs) it's giving shawnee o'neal yes but,
1: like, especially if her initial goal was to uplift these women and give them a safe space, you're creating a safe space and only to tear it down and become manipulative and use. It's a power imbalance, essentially. And that's, that's not good. It's not and not like, it, it was kind of disappointing to see her act like that.
0: But I think the structure of the reunion was terrible. I feel like they should have brought out the first five girls, gotten to their tease, so he was up to date with them, then brought mm-hmm. out the next five instead of bringing them all out at the same time right and then let them do their beef or whatever hash out whatever they gotta hash out fight whatever and then you bring out Jocelyn and uh, Ballistic for the last part of the po- of, of the reunion and mm-hmm. then I feel like we could have gotten a lot more done and it would have been a lot more um organized right if it was structured differently
1: It is an interesting situation because it's like, I want to
0: support Jocelyn
1: because initially her idea for these women was really good. I feel like season one was a little unorganized, but with the organization of season two, she had a big opportunity and a chance to really make an impact in these women's lives, but she just decided to start problems and get offended. And, you know, I understand that she has to, you know, with these girls, they're not going to respect you if you don't, you know, act the way that she was acting. But there's a difference between... No, get away from me. <laughs> there's a difference between, you know, doing stuff. Yeah. And and getting down to their level. Like, being, you know, hard, giving that tough love. And, like, also, like, just being just as bad as them.
0: <laughs> and also, you, when you are hosting a show that features these characters or these people with these with this background you can't expect them just to have you talking to them all kinds of way and that's the same thing that goes for like drag race right drag queens are not going to allow you to talk to them any kind of way Mm -hmm. so with jocelyn when you're when you're dealing with a bunch of strippers uh sex workers all that they're not going to allow you to address them any kind of way You respect is not going to be given unless it's gave so i feel like jocelyn should already know that but the fact that now you're trying to play this this power card, and like you said, there's imbalance of power on this mm-hmm. show, and you're trying to now use your. I'm the executive producer. I'm the producer, and I gave you a, a platform, but the show would be nothing without these girls. Yeah, it would just be you dancing. Right. We don't care about you and ballistic, but we do care about the girls and the ones that we like. You're pissing them off. You're pissing off Lexi Blow. You're pissing off Big Lex, Lucky, Sapphire, and Natural. Those are the girls we care about, and you're making them out. Yeah
1: yeah and it really hurt my feelings when she she degraded miss natural for doing porn and being like go back to doing porn this that in the third like her coochie not up on the internet just as much as natural Yeah,
0: jocelyn you did porn too
1: like just because you out of their tax bracket doesn't make you any better than them
0: but natural's a legend though
1: exactly like you you act like we don't know her just as much if anything people know her more than they know you okay Because
0: if if we're being realistic, realistic, I watched the show because I saw she was on it. Because
1: nobody saw the first season.
0: Right. Also, if I was Sapphire, I would have whipped Jocelyn's ass.
1: Yeah, nah, she was, she was, I like her because she kept herself classy through and through. Like, despite being, you know, from where she's from, she continued to maintain that, like, I'm a grown woman and I'm not going to stoop down to the level of these young girls because I know that that's how they're going to act. And as an older woman in the same position as them, I have to show them that you can grow from shit like that. And I don't think Jocelyn did that, which is why I was really like, it was a good thing that they gave Sapphire that captain's cabaret, but like for her to just snatch it away from her, knowing that she was the most hardworking. And even if she couldn't keep up, she still managed to keep the girls in
0: check while, during her time. Like I feel like Jocelyn just undermined all of that. Um, good luck to Jocelyn's Cabaret and the Zeus Network. If you're going to do a reunion, do it better. Um. So mind you, this is this part of the show is called "What the fuck are these celebrities doing?" and we're talking about a whole lot of non-celebrities. Um. So the final story, <laughs> I have, I have, a, we have three things here. Um. But I really want to talk about. Well, which one do do you think we should talk about? Do you care about the Nicki Minaj versus Jessie J nonsense? I
1: didn't know there was anything going on between the two of them.
0: So, it really isn't like a beef. So, Jessie J did an interview I think with Glamour magazine and she talked about the the inception, not the inception, the conception of bang bang, right? Mhm. And one of the things she said, let me let me get her words, bitch, cuz I don't want to misquote nobody. Okay. So she said, um, Max Martin wrote it, Ariana liked it, and then she recorded her verse, and then Nicki played the song in the studio, and she said that she had to jump on this, um, and then it went from there. So Nicki responded from that and said, babe, Jesse J, I didn't hear the song and asked to get on it. The label asked me to get on it and paid me. How would I have heard the song? Child, what am I, the damn song monitor, stooping around for songs, child? This was said by another artist recently as well. Y'all got to stop. All Jesse J said was you heard the song, you liked it, and so you hopped on it. And then she got pissed. Well, she didn't get pissed, but she felt the need to respond to it. Like I just, I don't understand
1: her constant need to belittle people and make it feel like she is not out there wanting to work with these other people like i don't understand that like it's not a diss for you to hear the song and want to get on it like you would do the same thing i mean was the song with ariana grande of course it was gonna get to you you guys are good friends Like, I I just I don't understand (laughs) like why you always just you could have sat back and just let let her have her moment or been like, yes. And it was a good song that we made because it was it was a fucking banger. I love that song. But no, she want to sit there and just try to make Jesse and Jay feel small.
0: Like, stop. And on top of that, it's like you already know if your fans see you communicating with anyone and you're trying to belittle them. Your fans are also going to jump in and also participate in belittling that person or coming for that person or try to degrade that person so it's like here goes Nicki Minaj not understanding her I think she does understand her influence she just doesn't give a fuck and she's using her platform irresponsibly and this whole narcissism that she has is, is honestly ridiculous like you said she could have just let Jesse have her little moment on the little interview and was like yeah Nicki heard the song and she jumped on it and she liked it whatever
1: because it was obviously something that like they were all proud of like it definitely was something that she was proud of as a creator to be a part of you know what i mean like jesse J was really doing well during that time
0: yeah and jesse J even said in the interview she was like she went home after was like damn i can't believe i really did this like i can't believe i really was a part of this so now you're just over here shitting on the damn experience girl like- yeah and it makes me sad because so many people look up to
1: her and then she's just constantly ruining these moments in which these people are proud to be able to do a song with her it's like you know like it's like it's along the same lines of doing this a song with Beyonce and how proud an artist you know you come up and all of a sudden this artist that's big has been in the game for 10 plus years wants to do work with you And you work with them and they're just constantly shitting on you. Like, that's why you never meet your idols, bro.
0: Yeah. And I don't understand why that couldn't be a DM. Like, that couldn't have been like a text message, like, girl, why did you say that? Like, that couldn't have been any of that. Why did you feel the need to put this and embarrass her? And then now your friends, not your friends, now your fans are over here laughing at Jesse J and, you know, all about her mentions and her DMs and stuff. Just, you already have a toxic fan base as it is. Like, so it was just unnecessary and i really hope jesse J' um mental health is okay because i know that jesse has had her issues uh, regarding her health over the years so i really hope that a lot of this backlash that she's gotten from this is uh not weighing too heavy on her mental still love jesse j um excited incredibly talented super talented what anyways so there's that so that that's that so it really wasn't no beef but it was just like nikki why did you feel the need to open your mouth about any of this um finally so moving on from that do you want to talk about the people who are not watching this has already been going on for a minute let's just talk about the Aaliyah thing <laughs> I just was just know.
1: disappointed in knowing that Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher of all people don't be washing their kids.
0: I'm not surprised, though.
1: Taking me back to when we found out they don't be washing, washing their legs. legs. I'm confused.
0: They don't wash their legs, so I don't think... I don't know why you spoke for them to wash their damn kids. Anyways, so finally... <laughs> Aaliyah's music will be arriving on to streaming services starting this month they're going to be distributed throughout the fall season along with other artists such as Tony Braxton and her Libra album Jojo and her first two albums Tank and his first three albums um the Romeo Must Die soundtrack and there's some other soundtrack and this other guy named Park Parker Angel I don't really know who that white man is but the reason why all these songs are going all these albums and projects are going to be released is because Aaliyah's uncle Benny Hankerson who's been having Aaliyah's music on lock is now trying to reboot his record label Blackground Records which was the record label that Aaliyah was distributing her music through um, and I think there's a joint deal between Black Round Records and Empire Records, so that's why all this music is now being released. I, I'm, I'm happy that a whole new generation of people are going to be experiencing Aaliyah's music for the first time. I was lucky enough to have... What I would do
1: to hear Aaliyah's music for the first time. What, what, I would, what I would do to hear Aaliyah's music for the first time all over again. Can you
0: imagine being one of those people to be like, I have never heard an Aaliyah album before. And now my you're sister. the is Isn't that crazy?
1: Yeah. We're old.
0: I know. I know. I was lucky enough to have her albums already on physical copy and already downloaded onto my computer. So I've been listening to Aaliyah since forever and non-stop. But Yeah, I used to have
1: her music when we used to do iTunes and you could just drag and drop MP3 files into your iTunes.
0: Ugh. You can still do it.
1: Yeah, but... I'm not going to go looking for a torrent of Aaliyah's album <laughs> these days. No, thanks.
0: Right. Um, so it is exciting. The only downside to this is all these artists, they're not going to be compensated or paid through the distribution of these records on, on um, these digital platforms because they're all owned by Aaliyah's uncle. So Jojo, unfortunately, Well, not unfortunately. JoJo re-recorded her first two albums in 2018. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I saw that. And so now the albums are just dropping out of nowhere. And she's just like, what the fuck?
1: Somebody is dropping her albums, right?
0: Yeah. So she had to pay for the royalties for those songs so she could re-record them and re-release them so she could own the masters. So now just for Aliyah's uncle just to drop those two albums randomly, a couple years later after she wasted all this money re-recording her fucking music but music industry <laughs> ain't that some shit uh so i'm i'm excited to have Aliyah's albums on streaming services and it's going to be great for like my little siblings to like you know stumble upon Aliyah's music you know on spotify and, and shit and it's going to be going to be fun so they're going to be doing like weekly releases we're going to get Aliyah's album at the end of this month the one in a million album Mm -hmm. then we're going to get the red album in september september 10th and then we're going to get all these other albums throughout the like i said fall season so that concludes what the fuck are these celebrities doing um let me know your thoughts on these topics and let's go on to the second part of this podcast what's my timeline so what's my timeline is when we just address real things that we've seen in our timeline real quickly. Um, and my first thing is I saw that New York City is going to be requiring people to have proof of vaccination to get into a certain indoor establishments and to do indoor activities. And honestly, I am very happy about it. A lot of people who are unvaccinated are pissed. Well, good. That's no business of mine. You should have got your fucking vaccination. So while we are inside these establishments that you love so much, enjoying ourselves, drinking, partying, rock climbing, other in you know other things, um, you're gonna be pissed because you're gonna have to be outside of the club. Sorry. I mean, realistically, like, I just I don't
1: understand why people are still so against it and feel like this is like a violation of rights when at the end of the day, everybody has their chickenpox vaccination, their HPV vaccinations like y'all been had to get vaccinated to go to college right for meningitis and all that shit. Right. Y'all weren't throwing fits back then. And I don't like how people are trying to forge those religious um. Papers where it's like, oh, you get um exempt from having to be vaccinated due to religious purposes because it takes away from the people that actually need that due to religious purposes. Because now everybody's gonna be like, Do you really want the vaccine? Not just not want vaccine,
0: or are you actually like you know? Right. Just yeah, a lot of people that's what I was saying, like there has always been a requirement for you to have a vaccine to do certain things. Like you said, school, you know, I was an RA and you know, how many uh, residents I had to say, ah, go turn that ass right back around because you mm-hmm. can't move in unless you have your
1: vaccination. vaccination exactly. You can't,
0: you, you can't do sports unless you have like in high school and stuff, unless you had your physical and you did your vaccinations. So there has always been a requirement. You still have the right to, if to, um, Wait, wait, wait. Let me take that back. Hold up, because I'm about to say some real, real sly shit. But you still have the right uh, to decide if you want to take the vaccine or not. It is not imposing on any of your on your rights or anything. It's just that if you don't get your vaccine, you can't come inside here. And that's all it is. And it's rightfully so. They're not doing it to segregate anybody. They're doing it for your own unvaccinated protection. They're saying that you are unvaccinated. You have no way to protect yourself against this so we're just going to tell you not to come inside of here because it's a danger zone for you they're protecting you
1: yeah no because the vaccination thing just doesn't make sense to me because at the end of the day people are going to need it to get work to do all this extra stuff and it's like we do it because y'all aren't vaccinated i'm vaccinated so i can be around a bunch of people doesn't mean that i'm not gonna catch covid but with the chances of everybody else being vaccinated, it lowers the chances of me catching it. Period. Your chances are twenty times more, you know, likely to catch COVID. And you know, all these people that are being that are like, "Oh, I don't want to die. I'm not gonna die from COVID." They all end up dying from fucking COVID. So I don't understand why these people are pretending like that shit don't happen.
0: Right. And just for people to know, out of everyone who's been vaccinated, is the vaccination is not a 100% immune, immunity from COVID. It's just to lessen the risk of you having serious illness or death or needing hospitalization. And out of everyone who's been vaccinated, only 2% of people have passed from it. And that's for reasons beyond just catching COVID is for other underlying reasons that these people have passed. So just a whole lot of bullshit. What do you have to say, Javier?
2: Well, I mean, people aren't getting vaccinated because a lot of people in this country made it a, a political issue. And yeah. People just have lost trust in scientists because of these uh political motivations that some people in this country have. I'm not gonna get too political with it myself, but you know, and now with the delta strain, a lot of people are saying, hey. You know, fuck these virus, fuck these vaccines. They don't do shit anymore. Why would why did we get them in the first place? You know? And obviously hindsight's 2020, you know, who would have expected that the Delta variant would come out of nowhere and the vaccines that we have right now would just be ineffective. You know, now we just gotta wait a little more.
0: But that's what vaccines like the vaccines to protect you at least a little bit is the fact that these bitches don't have no protection at
2: all. And now I know, I know. Yeah. I mean, I'm vaccinated and you know, I'm protected from most of the variants except for Delta, which like I said, came out of nowhere. Right. So it's not like scientists could predict okay.
1: three think- out of four is better than zero out of four. one hundred percent. I'd right. rather be 75. I'd, I'd rather one out of four people. Right. I, every one out of four people I touch that's- get to have the, you know, if that's the case, right? The virus but, that I'm but, not protected against. But yeah.
2: Nowadays is that a majority of the cases are now Delta. They're not the other variants. Uh-huh, because Delta yeah. is- But
0: mm-hmm. you know what it is, though? Also, like this kind of like how the flu shot, right? How the flu operates. The flu mutates. So what they need to do, update the update the vaccine. So then what they're going to do with this, they're going to update the vaccine. Always- and a lot of people's argument
1: is, oh, the vaccine has been made too fast. This is that in the third one. Realistically, the vaccine has probably been in production for years, considering coronavirus itself is has been a known you know, virus, it just so happens that the COVID-19 specifically right. is a new, just as much as Delta is, is a variant, and right. I, I think so many people just don't understand that.
2: And plus, the but, amount of money that has been sunk into vaccine production, billion, yeah. billions of dollars. Yeah, yeah fucking,
1: no fucking Dolly Parton donated, like, a good million bucks yeah. on her own, so imagine if all these there's people
2: just, are just so working on the vaccine,
1: not to exactly. mention that it's a worldwide fund. So, of
2: course, the vaccines will <laughs> be produced quickly, I mean... You guys, it's not just American scientists.
1: See, America is just so fucking single-minded. They're so worried about themselves. They forgot that this was a worldwide thing. We're the only ones still going through it because we don't know how to fucking listen. Everybody else and everybody else, everywhere else on the continents are living their best life. Fucking New Zealand is having raves and shit. I bet they're not experiencing
0: that
2: stuff. That's because over a year now. Yes! Yeah, Australia New Zealand
0: was smart. New Zealand like, was smart as hell. They locked down first. They locked down for the longest time, kept job bitches in the house, and then when the vaccine came out, they distributed it.
2: They, the government of New Zealand also gave them fucking fuck tons of money. They were like, here's a couple grand, stay the fuck home. Right. Every, every week, bro. Right. Every like, week. They gave them enough money to live for two weeks, two, three weeks without having to work. When exactly. this country, where's where, where's the social net in this country? <laughs> yeah, it's all in
0: junk. our military so ultimately i'm down for this new york city requirement of getting that damn vaccine in order to have fun because you know what that means i'm about to be all up in that bitch having a good old time because you unvaccinated bitches ain't gonna be up in there i will be you know there. what it's a good thing that cuomo did
1: this before all that shit that went down because supposedly he's got some allegations towards him oh, yeah. about messing with oh he's Trump. going to hell yeah but, like, and that kind of makes me sad because politically he's done a pretty good job of protecting NYC. Uh, no. Paying attention as far as COVID goes, no. he's tried his best, but I Trump do, is I a, haven't really had issues with him.
2: All those retirement home issues, covering up all those deaths? Well, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a real good job he did.
1: Yeah. What you going to do when you don't have all those respirators that you asked for and suddenly they fucking go missing because your president wants to have a fucking dick measuring contest with you? I
2: understand.
0: Points. Points were made.
1: Everybody could have done better as a political figure. But at the end of the day, when you're given what you have and you have a shit president dealing with a shit fucking community, what are you going to do? Well, you know what's really...
0: Really good for us, though. As people in New Jersey, New Jersey has actually been doing very well when it comes to vaccination rates. And so far, anybody yeah. I feel like
1: everybody I know is vaccinated, except for a few people so that are just University, dumb.
2: Unironically. Johnson
1: and Johnson, Johnson Johnson, yeah.
2: Rutgers University, yeah. who like the forefront for a lot of uh, you know uh, COVID research for a long time.
0: Yeah, that's what that's what was on my timeline. Is there anything that you would like to? say i i spent a little bit of time
1: looking at kylie jenner's instagram for the first time in a year
0: yeah
1: i took it upon myself to unfollow a bunch of celebrities as well as just you know influencers that essentially don't look like me or don't act like me or don't hold the same interests as me so that i could fix my my body dysmorphia and stuff like that and it worked really well And, you know, I know it worked because I, as I was scrolling through her Instagram today, I was kind of like, she's, she's a little lackluster now. Like I don't, I don't see her the same way that I used to see her as far as like wanting the body that she has, like, despite the fact that it's paid for, like, or just wanting to live the life that she has, you know, that, that over superfluous, rich, like luxury lifestyle. I I feel like it's kind of boring now. Like she just bores me now. And that makes me feel good because I feel like so many people try to follow and emulate that lifestyle.
0: Yeah.
1: And I want to experience, I wanna, I wanna find that niche again in which I can experience other things beyond that. Because I feel like so much of what's on my social media has been consumed by this idea of just being prim and proper and put together and elite and this, that, and the third. Yeah. And really I just want my social media to be surrounded by stuff that I like like before when tumblr was popular
0: oh yeah i agree yeah i need to do some uh spring cleaning or summer cleaning rather i need to uh, unfollow a lot of people too for that reason because i do feel like on your on your social medias i guess when it comes to twitter you know people retweet a lot of different things and i feel like a lot of people just end up retweeting things that make me look at myself a little bit funny like when I like you talk about body dysmorphia, when I see in a lot of people who are slim or in shape and I see people retweet that, it makes me feel away too. So mm-hmm. I need to do some some cleaning out of my some following cleansing. as well. Yeah.
1: My social media cleansing has really helped me out.
0: Yeah, that's dope. I need to do that today. Um and I think unfollowing celebrities is honestly the best thing you could
2: do.
1: Like I still follow a couple of celebrities, like Rico Nasty and um let me see <laughs> when you gotta scroll down your timeline oh like malibu mitch like smaller celebrities i would say like d-list celebrities in a sense mm-hmm. or like but it, it's helped a lot because now i get to see more of what my friends are up to rather than what
0: yeah. Instagram
1: pushes towards
0: me right. relax that is so true well, that's good. Thank you for that. Right. You you gave a lot of insight there, darling.
1: <laughs> yeah, stop stop. And it also it also stops giving these celebrities a platform in which they're on the same level as us. Because I feel like social media has really blurred that line to the point where we're we're way too invested in these strangers' lives.
0: Right. I,
1: I say, as we're on a pop culture segment, right? <laughs> but, uh, it's
0: true, though. I mean. It's all facts. Um. So there you go. Ed Sheeran now, is going to be on Taylor's version of Red. That's really nice. Cool, Ed Sheeran? Yeah. Yeah, he was on one of the songs on there, and originally.
1: That's nice, though. But the idea that some of these artists who are still, who are um, who are on the original still support her enough to continue to help her remake it oh, so yeah.
0: that she can... Because have- uh, what's her name... <laughs> My That's favorite, my favorite white woman on the faces of Earth. Her name is Colby Kelly. You remember Colby
1: Kelly? Hello, I'm from Hawaii. I love Colby Kelly,
0: bro. Oh yeah, she is from Hawaii.
1: <laughs> we used to eat her ass up, bro. I love her. And it starts in my toes. I used to know her whole lot.
0: Oh wow, yeah. So she she was on Taylor Swift, um, Fearless album, and she I think she made a reappearance on the remastered version um not as the evolution of the devon hour and taylor swift has been something uh, (laughs) to watch or something to listen to um so thank you for sharing that that was some things that were on our timelines uh let us know your thoughts uh, and let's move on to the final segment of this show called blocked and this is where I talk about the person that I or the person or people or something or someone that I have blocked throughout this week. And so this week's blocked goes to Miley Cyrus because she decided she wanted to have a conversation with the baby about LGBTQ+ um, rights and all that good shit and in his DMs and then made it publicly known that she was trying to contact him and have a conversation with him about it. I understand that Miley is a part of the LGBTQ plus community, but girl, I think this is something you should should have left in the DMs. We did not need to know about it. Also, you are a white woman. Leave us the fuck alone.
1: I know it's so weird that like these women like it's very capy. Yes, It's, it's just it's it's a lot of white caping that has nothing to do with her, especially considering that the AIDS epidemic
0: right the, like the who has
1: affected mostly poc especially lower class poc she's not in the position especially isn't she's i mean she's probably not straight but she's not the person that needs to be speaking to the baby about anything. Not to mention, we don't respect you, bitch. That's a hood nigga. He
0: don't fucking give a fuck what you got to say, sis. And then on top of all that, <laughs> I don't understand the point of all these people trying to reach out to the baby to educate him where he knows what he was doing. He was weaponizing that shit on purpose. The baby knows Absolutely. what he says and he knows what he's doing. So I don't understand the point of going out of your way to educate a grown ass man who is very pointed in his words about lgbtq plus that nigga don't give a fuck he just knows next time he ain't gonna say that shit in, in public so i just want miley to uh
1: chuck shut up and leave it alone. she's actually one of the celebrities i follow so when i saw that i actually unfollowed her so thank you for that because <laughs> i didn't i saw it be- literally like it was the first post when i opened instagram i saw it and then clicked her story and i was like mm-hmm that one, that one, I know exactly why he did that shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause I was like, "Oh my god!"
0: Like the baby, I want to have a conversation with you about this. I'm not gonna talk to you, me. bitch. I want to fucking talk to you. And then his little PR apology. We all
1: he ain't write that shit. That was way too educated for him to write that shit.
0: Right. It didn't sound like his ass at all. At
1: all. They probably put that shit out, but without him
0: knowing. Right I think what really gets to me though Is okay Miley You did all this for the baby or whatever You want to educate him Okay girl I don't want to see you work with nobody to fuck else Like I don't want to see a Chris Brown feature I don't want to see a Young Thug feature I don't want to see none of that
1: What did Young Thug do? Young Thug the gayest nigga out there
0: Young Thug is he's He associates himself with these niggas so
1: True True I do think it's brave to be a nigga like Young Thug and associate
0: and still be respected
1: like that. That's that's something else. (laughs) uh... But he's still not gay. I think I think especially with the the light of how Lil Nas X continues to be bashed and berated for his gayness as a rapper in the Mm -hmm. community and how so many of them don't support him clearly because they don't do music with him even though they do music with everybody else and he's on a record label that a lot of them are on it's just kind of sad to see but also like i don't want to see them jumping to you know record with him now right this has happened i feel like if he does a feature after this i'm gonna be looking at that person sideways a little bit
0: hell yeah 100 percent So that's who got blocked, Miley. Leave us the fuck alone, girl. I don't know why the culture vulture decided that she wanted to give her two cents and correct somebody. You need to correct yourself. Focus on yourself. Leave us alone and um, let the black people deal with the baby. We got it. Leave us alone. All right. Is anybody you blocked? No? (laughs) Did I block somebody this week?
1: On Tinder, I did. I matched with this Russian guy
0: you've been good for blocking people on tinder recently
1: (laughs) because i'll be boring he just he sent me a plethora of messages let me see if I
0: can. every time i turn around it's like i blocked this dude
1: because they're all boring nobody's interesting i was talking to my co-workers about that shit too how quickly we lose interest in dudes nowadays like we just use the app for fun just to talk and for other things uh, that's you. That's that's grinder alone. They don't allow us to send pictures.
0: <laughs> Are you looking for the messages?
1: Nah, yeah. When you unmatch, it deletes them. but there you go.
0: Um, so I guess that's it for block, right? Is that it? Yes. Alrighty we- then. So that's it for this week's episode of the Devon Hour podcast. What's on your timeline? Mondays, make sure you follow both of us on Twitter and Instagram at, well, follow me yes. at Devon2Woke and at the Devon Hour. Make sure you follow Joe at Ganja Gyal. <laughs> Is that how You're always going to say my name. Now I'm just GanjaGyal. Yeah. <laughs> I say it like, a, like an angry Caribbean person. They are Gyal. I think that's how you should introduce yourself to my uncles. I think they will appreciate that <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that's it. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Wait, on, on your October. birthday. Wait, what <laughs> you were just not even fucking <laughs> paying attention to me this whole entire time. I just processed that.
1: No, I was like introduced to your uncles. When would I ever have the chance to do that? And then I realized that you were talking about <laughs> You were I'm gonna be like, What's up? I'm catching <laughs> up just say it just like that they're gonna look at me like who the fuck is this american
0: (laughs) thank you 10 10 10 minutes later (laughs) yes i am having a birthday party i'm very excited i i sent out my invitations the other day
1: you're gonna be 23
2: huh did you
1: you didn't get one I do, I mean I feel like he kind of just assumed that you were coming. Low key.
2: I mean, correct, but also you know me, bitch.
1: Oh yeah, he's very bad with dates. You have to take
2: off. Yeah.
1: So. It's a Saturday, right?
0: The 21st. 21st? Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm going to I'm I'm off anyway, so I'll be riding with you. I can't okay. get too fucked up though. And that's great because I get paid Friday, so I'll have money
0: Don't not worry, have Harvey, you're not the, the only person who I assumed was going to come and did not send one until I got a message or somebody told me about it. Did you invite Naji? I
1: did. I can't go. I just remembered
2: my dog died
1: know
0: Your dog died, so what is it? that's this is three weeks. Yeah, it's the long grieving process. He doesn't even
2: have a dog. Yeah, you don't.
0: Asshole. So there you go. Okay, so that's it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to end the show. Bye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's that's it. That's just, we're not even going to do an am closing anymore. We're just going to be like, all right, then. Bye. Click. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>